Welcome everybody to the Spawn Me Podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 131 of our show. I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the best left tackle in the game. It is Cicero Bartholomew. I'm going to eat your face, Holmes. How are you, sir? I need some chicken. I'm going to watch your blind side. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What? I have found him. I have found the captain. I brought him back to you. He is no longer deposed. I was sequestered. I you said had, that, that he was away. dearly departed as well. He was dearly uh, departed. He he wasn't here. He was watching. He was watching the departed. <laughs> and then I brought him back after the movie was done. I thought you. I thought you just hit me with like the straight boys in the hood. I was rolling down the street and got shot in my back while I was going down the place to go to. Oh place. man, never made the college, Ricky! man. You just you just rickied me. <laughs> Be with Ricky. The SAT scores came in the mail. He made it. Oh man! I had a seven ten and everything. Oh, I was gonna right. be big. I was gonna make. It. I was gonna make it. I really felt bad for that couch though. That was a nice couch. That was a really nice couch. Listen, that couch got they, bloodied they was, like a mofo. They was paying eight dollars a week for that couch. Come on now, let's be, let's be real. Well, that's a, that's the reason why you make it couch. big, so you don't have to go to Renna Center and get a couch. Yeah. That's the reason why you go to you go to the NFL and you get that money. Yep. <laughs> so, you <can> go to, <laughs> so you can go to a real furniture store anyway. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. <laughs> and my brother from another mother, the other side of the O-line, we have Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you, sir? What's up, y'all? I'm the uh, only defensive end in Bricago that has all his fingers intact. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm just representing y'all. I'm AK Sharif Jackson, aka Clubber Lang. That's what I'm right. saying. Uh, and, oh. and, and uh, yeah, man, you, you, you know, I'm I'm getting over a little bit of sickness, but I'm still here to uh, bring bring the uh, bring the reefy love to the people. Reefy love, word, um, word, word. And uh, yeah, yeah, it should, it should be a good show because we have a great guest. So I'm excited. We, yeah. we do, but before before we uh, talk about the great guests that we have, um, Reef alluded to Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, some call him Prince Paul. That is royalty, and we had royalty with us last week in the form of podcasting OG Jeff Haynes, yes. mm-hmm. um, who was amazing. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening and, and for... Uh, you know, sharing the show and and uh, talking about Jeff and man, we really loved having Jeff and and uh, rumor has it that Jeff really loved being here. Well, of course he did because you know we're dope. So uh, you know, if you love Jeff, uh, let him know and maybe he'll be back real soon. Yeah, give that man some shouts on Twitter. Word. Let him know that Word. you really dug his time at Chicago <clears throat> and had some fun while he was hanging out with us. And and you guys, you guys have been holding down the fort. So well, I, and I love you, brothers. You've been hooking it up sure. and making some great, no great, great shows. No so it's been no awesome doubt. to hear it. Yeah, and and, yeah. and make sure to uh, check out Common Sense Media, where uh, Jeff is now. Absolutely, I uh, checked it Absolutely. out. Um, outside of the gaming side, like the education side and the parenting side, they have some great, great resources for like raising kids in this kind of tech technological age. Really, really dope stuff. Word. So de- de- definitely up. check out Jeff's stuff there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we do move on to talk about our guest, I, I I would be remiss if I didn't say a very, very happy belated birthday to my brother, the captain, yes. 
the Kaja Kins himself, who uh, turned old as dirt. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Man, th- thank you very birthday. much. I, I am now 30-something years old, yeah, and uh, now my gray hairs have social security numbers, so it's pretty good. I think I can oh, claim cool. them. Claim I can them. claim them on my taxes now. There you go. So I'm there happy about that. I, I feel like I've, I've reached the pinnacle of my life. <laughs> so in the in the um, that was the saddest silence I've ever heard right. in the podcast in my life. In the in the in the in the interest of full disclosure, I want to enter in. I I want to edit in like a wah wah wah. Right. right. Oh. Sad trombone. So in the interest of full disclosure, everyone, um, I, I I found a gray nose hair this week. What? That's that you want to talk about depressing. <laughs> like, I mean, even my nose hairs are old now. Like when you get to a certain age, when you reach a certain age, you realize that your nose hairs grow faster than the hairs on the top of your head. Um, <laughs> so, you know, every now and then you're like, hey, what's going on here? But to know that they're getting old, too. That's whack. Cicero's so old he sneezes talcum powder. That's dope. Right, right. Mm, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just sneeze gold bond at this point. It's yeah, like, right. <laughs> anyway. Right. I'm, I'm out there like Shaq. Um, all right. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's let's stop talking about uh basketball and let's get ready for some football. It is that time again. Uh Madden is out. It is released. It has been released to the masses. And if you guys are paying attention, uh, this is the best reviewed and rated Madden in at least 10 years. Um, So to celebrate both Madden and football and dopeness, the the only thing we could do is bring back our resident Bricago Madden expert, one of the producers on said game. The one and only Charlie Ward's best friend, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Seminole himself, Mr. Ben Hallmiller. Ben, how are you today, sir? Oh, I am doing outstanding. Thank you for having me back once again. I guess I did something right with my rookie appearance. So I'm back every year, too. Right. Um, but, you know, as if it wasn't enough to try and follow up last week's show and reminisce about, you know, the days of IGN. Uh now I gotta I gotta I gotta be on a birthday show. I gotta try and do something special for a birthday show here. Right. So, <laughs> oh man, you guys did not give me an easy one at all. But no, it's no, great man. to be back. Oh man, it's great to have you, man. Yeah, this uh, is so, one of the best presents that I could have. So this is good. Oh, <laughs> look at that! Oh, sweet. Look at that, man. Wow. Well, I'm touched. Thank you. Yeah. Look at that. So so well, let's let's start it off by saying um, congratulations on on rolling out yet another version of Madden Madden NFL 17. It has been released to stores and to consumers. Um, people like the hate on the game uh, less less so this year than than in years past, at least so far. But but irrespective of your feelings about the game, it is no small feat to put a video game out in general. But to be able to put out um, one of the crown jewels every year of of the entire video game calendar. Uh, so congratulations to you and the team. No, thank you so much. And yeah, I mean the the response from this year has been, you know, unbelievably positive. It's one of those things. I mean, as you mentioned, like people are going to hate, of course. I mean, Operation Sports, you know, they they, they exist. <laughs> right? Kind of it feeds on a on a hate of, of Madden at times. Um, but even guys there are like, you know what? Like they're going to give credit where credit's due. Right. 
And uh, the guys on the team this year did such a phenomenal job on so many different aspects of the game and touching different things from revolutionizing commentary in a sports game to doing things like finally touching special teams, which is something that hasn't really yes. been touched in a long time, to things that are for you know hardcore fans, things that are for casual people that are kind of getting used to playing the game because it can be pretty complex. Like it just it kind of touched on everything, and so it was a, a phenomenal year for us, and it just it's been so much fun to watch this launch. Yeah. I, uh, you know, and, and you talked about two things that I really want to talk about, but I'm going to talk about the, the latter thing first, uh, special teams, special yeah. teams is always an afterthought. Special teams has been an afterthought in every video game, every, uh, vi- football video game since Mike Dick of power football, uh, <laughs> where that was the only thing they got right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well I, th- I, th- I think they got it right in mutant league like football as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, right, yeah. well, then you had things like there where you could bribe the rat yeah. and do all sorts right, of stuff. Right. Like, yeah. You, you kind of do. <laughs> um, so, so the, the, I, I played, I played Madden the very first time at EA play uh, over the E3 weekend uh, out in LA. And, the very first time I played it, I blocked an extra point, which is something that in, you know, maybe I had done three times in the 20 years, 26 years previous um, in, in all the Madden iterations that I played. The very first time I played it at home, I blocked a, I blocked a, an extra point or a field goal. I blocked the kick. Nice. Uh, so, so, I mean, just... That in and of itself was enough to say, oh, wow, yes, this isn't a point. Special teams is something that you still play now. You're still playing football in all three facets of the game. Uh, so congratulations again, man. You know, I'm going to be congratulating you a lot. No, thank you. Yeah, but I hope you didn't get in a situation where you now know how to block every kick. Because that, that's <laughs> no. also the, yeah. Because <laughs> right. that's the fear when you put something like that in because it's hard enough to get people to punt. It's hard enough to get them to kick in a video game. Uh-huh. That you didn't. That, that's always been the trepidation with doing something with special teams is you don't want to put in something that could be very cool but also make the game unbalanced and make you never do a portion of it. And so right. um, that's one of those things now. But it adds so much drama, right? Yes. If you were going for a game-winning field goal in previous years, it was almost like unless there was some sort of lag uh, or unless there was just a twitch of your finger and you just messed up, you were going to nail it. You kind of confident you were going to nail that kick. But now there's that moment of drama of, are, you know, is your opponent going to block it or are you going to mistime it too to kind of sh- have it sail a little bit on you? So, uh, yeah, it's just been such a great change to the game to add that other layer of complexity into the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, um, talked a little bit about sort of like, you know, sort of like introducing some of the mechanics to like, to like a, a newer player. Right. And, and that's me. Cause I used to play a lot of Madden and then I kind of stopped for years. I kind of dive in and out. Um, so I, I thought that the skill trainer is actually pretty brilliant. Um, and I, I found that it really eased me into the game. Can you talk a little bit about like some of the decisions that, like kind of like went into the building of that, like uh, how to how to make it feel like still fun without being too kind of like I guess can holdish per se. Yeah, no, totally. Because I I think that's one of the unique things of you know just in general sports video games, right? Is is we're sports fans, we know the sport inside and out, so we're like, oh, naturally I should just be good at this game. But right. you don't know the controls of it, or if you're on the other side of it, you're a gamer by trade and you know the controller inside and out. And I can just shout out a button and you know exactly just instinctively where to press on with your hand. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that like 
how do you teach the game to them? How you, they know the controller, but how do you teach the sport? Uh, so you kind of have a, a couple different ways that people come into this, or guys like yourself who haven't played in a while and are you know want to get back into it, but so much has happened since the last time you picked it up. So you know, with with Skills Trainer, you know, if if you haven't played in a long time through the magic of telemetry, and we can know that you you haven't played in a while, we're going to give you the very basic controls uh, and have you learn how to run because we take for granted that people know how to run. We take for granted that people know how to sprint, um, things like that. And if you think about first person shooters, for example. No matter how many games are, the first things they teach you to do are those basic controls, even though you've played them so many times and they have so many of the same button controls good point. Uh, and configurations. With us, we were just kind of like, oh no, you're going to jump right in. And you're going to know how to read a, read a defense, you're going to know how to call a play, you're going to know how to spin, you're going to know how to juke, you're going <laughs> to know how to do all these advanced things because we're Madden and you play us every year. And like that's kind of a you know an arrogant thought. Um, and so the skills trainer really is about teaching you how to play the game. You, you know what you want to do, but you don't know how to do it. Or you know how to kind of do it, but you don't know the situations in which, which it's right to do it. So the skills trainer really helps with that, but then it's also the controls when you're playing the game itself. And based on your difficulty, the kind of auto assist that you can have now, um, where it, it will do the special move for you and also give you that button prompt to help you teach, oh, this is, okay, how I spin. Uh, and then the second level is it's not going to do the move for you, but it's still going to give you the button. So it'll kind of like, oh, okay, it's almost like a quick time event type thing. Right. And then there's the final level where it's, okay, take away all the UI, take away all the assists, it's on you to do it. And uh, so that's kind of the, the way we kind of ramp you up to learn how to be a better player. And then you've got the layer of complexity in there too of three different types of spins, three different types of jukes. You know, the the sprinting and spinning will do a tight spin. The letting go will do a, bit, a little bit of a slower spin where you plant. And then holding down the left trigger when you spin will do a plant and a big spin for a chance for a big fake out, but also potentially a fumble. So you've got all those different layers of complexity that if I'm just talking to somebody who's never played before, it's already over their head. Right. Uh, so skills trainer is where we get in there and say, okay, go in, learn this a little bit, take a bite-sized portion of the game, just learn this, and then you can move on. And so it's kind of a way to, to teach the sport and also teach the game of Madden. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, you talk about teaching teaching the game of Madden to players uh, and teaching the sport. You talked about people, it, it kind of being taken for granted that, you know, oh, you, you know the sport. And here's something else that you guys do right. Um, and you have done right over the last couple of years, but, but this year, damn it, you really, you really nailed it. And that is teaching players how to play the sport of football. Um, it, where, whereas, you know, one of my favorite games every year is the, is the show MLB, mm -hmm. the show, um, they, they just do shout out to Ramon Russell. They do a phenomenal job of representing that sport, but they don't do when it comes to showing someone who is new to the game, uh, and to the sport, how to play the sport. Right. They do, they do absolutely none of that. Um, NBA 2K, as great as it is, um, they do a great job of, of telling you the myriad button changes that have happened over the course of this iteration from last year's iteration. But if you don't know how to play the sport of basketball, you you don't. There's very little in the game that actually teaches you the fundamentals of the sport. Um, and but Madden this year. This year specifically has gone. You guys have gone out of your way to talk about um, 
what it means to have, you know, do a hat check or or uh, what a cover three zone is or what a cover two man is and why that's important and when you run it and, you know, what a curl route is and, and how how and what situations those should should be in. And not only do you guys do that kind of stuff in the skills trainer where you're showing uh, different fundamentals, but specifically in in the connected franchise mode where you now actually have the practice where you can go in and learn the tendencies of the team. You can actually scout the team that you're about to face that week, whether it be a computer-based team or, or a, a user-based team, and it dynamically changes based on what they're doing that particular year um, over the course of the season, and it really, really helps people learn the game. Uh, yeah, and, It's and, great. And I think to that, too, uh, you know, while you're talking about franchise mode, it's not just how to make you a better player in the game, but there's so much of that franchise experience that's in menus. And right. we're here to play a game, not play UI screens or not play spreadsheets, right? Yep, uh, right? So trying to take those features and those things like free agency and stuff like that that are key to your enjoyment of that franchise experience and bubble that up a level so you're not in the nitty-gritty of things if you don't want to be and still have that there if you want to go there. Right. But make it that top level, like, I just want to make a quick decision of what am I going to do. If my, my quarterback can come back this week from an injury and risk getting hurt again, or I can sit him one more week, one more week and, and go with the backup. And you have that kind of surface to you in a quick and easy way. You make that call and you move on and you're back in the game. And so I think that's a lot of the other thoughts, too, are teaching people the things that are outside of the game and outside of the sport of football that are Madden-specific, something like Ultimate Team. How do you navigate and understand Ultimate Team and build sets and build your team and do those sort of things that are completely foreign concepts to people? You got to get them in there and teach them how to do it so that they enjoy that part of the game too. Yeah, I, I think that one of the things that has also been <clears throat> really awesome to kind of wrap my brain around as a person who's trying to not suck when I play, <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult to, for me to actually perform that. But it'd be, but in the, in my mind, I'm trying to not suck. Uh, but also, you it feels like you have decided as a team to really care about the player's time in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's been that's been awesome. Like, I yeah. love, love, love the moments parts of yeah. uh, being able to play my franchise. And I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. I want to know where the kind of uh, origin of that came from. What were the kind of conversations that were happening amongst the team uh, when you decided to kind of go this route besides having the normal kind of full-length game that you could do? And what has that kind of shown um, both, I guess, internally and are you actually even seeing any stats already uh, externally while people are playing it that it's changed kind of the way people are playing the game? Yeah, I, I think at the core of the the reason why a play the moments feature comes into existence is you look at things like how many franchises go beyond year one. And that's mm. a kind of baseline starting point. Uh, we're, we're an NFL game with a 16-game regular season and, what, a four-game playoff. So you're talking about 20 games in a season. In the NBA, that's not even a quarter of the season. In baseball, you're not even through Yeah, you're not even through April. But yet, we still struggle to get people to get to year two. And, there, and there's a number of reasons why that we, you know, we, that we believe that, right? Um, and, you know, it could be that it, the, the complexity of the menus and not really knowing what to do or... You start, you know, losing, so you lose interest, that sort of thing. But one of the pieces, too, is it every game is an hour commitment. Right. Um, it takes about an hour to get through a full, regular, you know, five-minute quarter game or whatever you set your quarter length to. Uh, 
Uh, it'll take about an hour to get through. And that's a long time. When you're talking about a game like FIFA, where you can get through a, a quality experience there in 20 minutes, 25 right. minutes. Right. Mm. Um, we just we aren't comparable because with us, you know, you talk about basketball too. You, you look at a basketball game. You play a quarter length that's, uh, you know, what you feel is like a normal for a video game. But your scores aren't really representative of what an NBA score is. Right. right. And for us to get into a, you know, a score where it's a relative, like, feeling right for an NFL game score, regular amount of snaps, and that sort of thing, uh, it's about an hour experience. And, and it just that's going to be too long for some people to do for every game. Right. Um, there's the games that you care about the most. If you're in an online franchise, you care about playing a human. The mm-hmm. CPU games are what you play until you can get to that moment where you play a human again. Right, um, right, right. And, and so with that, the Play the Moments feature came in of, okay, how can we make you not just sim the game and feel like you're giving up all the control, but how can we identify those key kind of clutch moments? If you're thinking about, like, the Red Zone channel, what are the moments they would bring you back to watch that game? Mm. Um, and so you, you look at that and say, like, okay, a big key stop on third down when you're on defense to get the ball back. So go in and play that moment right there. And if you're successful or if you if you fail at that moment, the game will move on after that moment is done. Sim to the next point where it might be, um, you know, try to drive and score points before the half. Um, and so then you do that and then you're right back and it sims to the next moment forward. I mean, if you think about the show, for example, when you're playing Road to the Show, right. it's kind of that similar kind of thing where you're only involved in the plays that you're involved in as a player. Mm-hmm. But here... You know, you're you're the coach, right? You're involved in everything. So, what are the moments where it's going to be the most enjoyable for you to play? And that might not be a long stretch of the second quarter in a game where there's nothing really going on. Mm-hmm. That might be the fourth quarter and that right. key moment where you're trying to block that field goal. So, let's get you to those key pieces, get you out of that game, and get you moving on, so that maybe it will give you a chance to get through a season in a night instead of 20 hours plus the time in the off season plus the time right. in, in between weeks. Let's get you to that year two and get you bought into year two and then maybe into year three and then into year four. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I've gone super deep in this franchise. And now I've made these whole stories of what's happened in my franchise that now make it feel real to me. And you're right. in this whole experience. So that's kind of really what it comes down to. Yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it right now because it, I I'm, I don't have as much time to play as I used to. Uh, I will take the, the I will not do the moments match up when I'm playing my jets versus the Patriots. Cause I want to beat them <laughs> in my heart and uh, with my soul. But it's also one of those weird things where, and this is just me so far having, having played it um, since launch is it does feel like for as awesome as that is, as a mode, I do feel like you lose the ability to kind of capture the momentum that that it takes when you're going through a drive, which is interesting as far as learning how to kind of progress down the field in a certain way, because you're kind of stop gapped at a at a point where then you're kind of jump forward to the the kind of pivotal moments of a game. How do you guys figure out and kind of balance that out so that when those kind of jump starts happen, that the the player kind of feels like they still have that momentum going with them? Yeah, you know, I think with that mode in particular, I think you, you've hit on a point that is a, you know, maybe not the greatest thing about this mode. Because mm-hmm. not everything is going to be the greatest, you know, thing that's ever happened. And I think with this. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, oh, that, I love it. Now the Operation Sports side is coming out. I love right, it. Right. <laughs> that's great. But, but uh, you know, so, so I think that's one that, like, 
Yeah, the, 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 if you want to build a drive and feel what that's like to progress down the field, play the moments isn't exactly where you're going to get that experience. Now, what you can do at any point during the game is say, you know what, I want to just take over and play for a bit. Okay. Um, and so you can get out of play the moments, play for that drive, play for whatever. Maybe you get to a point where you have that big third down stop and you don't want to jump out, stay in. Keep mm. playing it. Mm. Um, and so you have those options kind of there of, of how you want to play it. Um, and I think that's kind of the, the the best answer I can give for, like, how do you get that feeling of keeping that uh, that drive going and then kind of that momentum is pick and choose when you're using this. It's not a, a one or the other type thing. It's kind of a situational type thing. Yeah. I, I have a uh, – I know someone has a follow-up, but I have a, a an additional – an addendum to your answer, Ben, if I may help you out. Um, Please. I'd love it. You can You can also – watch every play from broadcast views so you get to you get a sense of that momentum even when you're not playing mm. so that is also an option that you can use obviously that will uh, eat up more time yep but 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 it does give you the ability to kind of still feel like you're participating in the game while that's happening yeah it, it's a great point uh, to, and thank you for bringing that up because yeah you totally can go that way or I mean, if you, if you want to take over and just kind of talk about the game for me, I'll sit back and, and go because <laughs> you got this thing down. But, uh, yeah, you know, or if you're just a guy who doesn't really like playing defense, just you can sim the defense and just run your offense and just play it that way. So you, know, you have a lot of flexibility in what you can do. Um, and I think that's a key for sports games is flexibility to get the experience that you want to get because you're competing with so much out there. You know, without getting off your couch anymore – you can just hit that button button in the middle, drop your game out, jump over, go to Netflix and watch something if you get tired of playing Madden for a while or jump into No Man's Sky or jump into a different game or do whatever else. Like You're competing right. for so much different entertainment time yes. that if we do not create a game that allows you to play it the way that you want to or kind of construct things in the way you want to, then we can only keep you as long as you're, you know, until you hit that point where you're bored and you're like, okay, I got to do something else. Absolutely. So the more we can customize it to what your experience is of what you want to do, the longer you're going to play the game. Yeah. Now, now you guys are talking about like momentum. So I want to shift it a little bit into what I think of momentum as a science and math person. Um, because one thing that I notice a lot about with this game, especially with the running is from like a physics perspective, like it feels like more real. Now I haven't been a hardcore kind of Madden player in the past couple of years, but I have played and I can say even from my brief interaction with the game and from watching people play and like videos it just seems to everything from the ball to like um the way that that a running back kind of bounces off of the lines it just it feels more more like real so i'm like really curious how much sort of in terms of sort of like the math and physics in terms of actual like models and stuff go into the game and did it go into the game more this year than uh, previous years? Yeah. You know, physics has been something that we put in a few years ago and have been refining and, you know, kind of retooling and reworking, uh, you know, every year as we go, because it's, you know, it, it physics, when you put that into a game, all you're waiting for is the YouTube clip of physics gone wrong. Right. Game, Cause you, you always <laughs> see those, right? Right. Um, and they're always hilarious, but they're always embarrassing if they happen to you. And so, uh, you know, this year, the, the addition with physics for us this year was actually to the football itself. Uh, in the past, it didn't, it wasn't really, it didn't really live by the, the, the rules of physics, right? So, um, on a punt, the ball would hit the ground and would just shoot off, right? 
And it, you could not really do that kind of dead punt where it just sticks in the ground if you hit it at the right angle or hits and bounces back towards the field. So you couldn't really you – know, your only chance of getting kind of a, a coffin corner kick was to kick it so it went out of bounds on the sideline, not the stop dead and roll to the two-yard line. Right. Um, right. And so you would also see things that were you know kind of the, the embarrassment things for us to see were the ball would sometimes bounce off of a receiver or bounce off a defender and almost act like a beach ball, right? It would kind of pop yeah. up in the air. And you're like, and also it made our defenders look worse or our receivers look worse because they weren't able to react to it properly to catch it. So you're like, what are you, what are you doing? You're right there. Catch the ball. And, <laughs> and we wouldn't react the right way. So now with physics and, and being able to understand where the ball is going to go, uh, it, you're seeing more deflection catches uh, and deflection interceptions and things like that that we've never had. You're seeing the ball react properly when it hits the ground. And, and all those sort of things are taking away the immersion breakers. The things that make you see it happen in a game, you're like, up, oh, it's a game. Or for us being an iterative title, what we're always fighting is, up, oh, I saw that last year. Right, Didn't right. fix that. Right. You know, and that's, you know, when you have too many of those, that's where the knock on sports games come in of, oh, it's just a roster update because you see things that have annoyed you from one year to the next that didn't happen to get addressed. And you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you spent all this time on this new feature, but you didn't fix this, and it's right there in front of you. Right. And so that's the thing that we have to fight all the time and combat all the time is what are those immersion breakers? What are those legacy things? What are those things that you just, you're like, oh, it's Madden, so it's going to do this. Pop it in the tray. Oh, yep, there it is. You know, those are the right. things that you've got to, <laughs> you know, that we constantly have to, to battle and fight while also still doing brand new things um you know you don't get it you don't ever get a chance to just take a year and do a maintenance year that just doesn't exist in a video game world so you've right. always got to do new things and i think that's one of the things if you look at this year's game this game didn't have that brand new huge draft champions mode or things like that or the wide receiver db mechanics from last year that were big kind of back of the box type features right. this had a lot of different things that were very good additions and very solid additions um, and the game is probably you know, it was more complete on the whole than we've ever had it, but you also it was a year where a lot of those maintenance things and a lot of those um, kind of annual things you're seeing them addressed and people are saying that wow this feels complete now because I'm turning on the game and I'm listening to commentary and it feels fresh and new for the first time because not only is it just a different voice I mean a changing out the right. voice and commentary <laughs> is your easiest way of making commentary better right you're gonna get a, a bump in your score because they're just new voices. But taking the approach of having these guys and the access to these guys of uh, Brandon Godden and Charles Davis, our new team, you can do so much more in the commentary space. And we've recorded what typically would have been four years worth of commentary in one cycle. Wow. Um, and so you're hearing so much more stuff. And then with live commentary updates, you're hearing them talk about things that have happened just you know this last weekend, right? Uh, they come in Monday and Tuesday, record lines that are in the game by Wednesday, and you're hearing them talk about the Olympics and talking about the Ravens uh, stopping their game to, to watch Michael Phelps swim his race because he's from Baltimore, right? That's uh, or awesome. You're, you're hearing about Roberto Aguayo, my guy from Florida State, who is not having a great preseason, shanking field goals and missing extra points. And they're talking about it because it's just happened and we're able to get those things in the game. So that's another way of just making the game feel alive. It's not just what you get on the disc anymore. It's how you support the game through live service via... Um, commentary via, you know, the roster updates that we do, uh, the ultimate team adding new challenges and new content, right. all that sort of stuff. It's how do you make the game not just say, oh, this is what the NFL was like when they closed down shop and shut the disc down 
in you know early July, mm-hmm. um, which is what the right. game used to be. Right. right. Or usually when the when the Raiders are done playing. <laughs> <laughs> right now, 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 obviously, for a game as big as Matt, and plus every every EA title, I'm sure there are tons of you know, focus groups and gameplay testing, all these iterations of it. Obviously, every year you guys probably feel like, yo, this is the best thing that we can put out at this time. Was there something this year where it kind of clicked even before you saw the reviews where like uh, you guys were like, kind of like, I think we, I think we really, really nailed this one. You know, I I think you always have, I've always kind of referred to it here as that miracle build, right? The build where everything kind of comes together. Um, You've got pieces, parts, you've got things that you've seen as a, as a, a prototype and you're like, okay, that's fun. Let me see it when it's a little more flushed out. And you've got all those kind of things that all of a sudden you get to a point where they kind of click. And you're, you know, you're, you've got new lighting that comes in that makes the game look tremendous. And you've got a gameplay improvement that's happened. And then you, you kind of have these chain events and commentary starts rolling in. And you're like, okay, like now I, I'm feeling this one. And I think one of the moments for us is going back to those auto assists. Um, is we had a, a, a game in the office where we put two of our tech, most technical guys um, who are essentially our least hardcore Madden players. Like they, they, they love coming to work. They love working on Madden, but it just, it's not what they would choose to play in their own spare time. Right. So they don't really play Madden that well. They know the game. They understand how it works, but they just, they're not players. And that auto assist feature to allow them to, uh, to just kind of, you really feel like it's like uncharted or you feel like, Assassin's Creed you feel very powerful when you're running because it's doing these really cool things for you and you're not really doing all the twitch motions to perform those moves right I think that's one of the things that I love the most about Uncharted is I'm climbing and scaling all these walls and stuff but I'm not really like timing my jumps and all that sort of stuff that are frustrating Um, and same sort of thing here so we see this game where these two guys are playing against each other with these automatic assists and they're pulling off and performing moves that even our hardcore guys are like, man, I have, I struggle to pull that off, but you're able to do it because of the way this game is set up for you with the assists that you now are competitive and you're now having that fun and that experience because it feels great even if you're not the one that perfectly timed when that juke is going to happen, but you were running the ball and it, you still did it. You still were the one that was run, you know, had the controller in your hand. Yep. Um, seeing that happen and seeing those guys play be as competitive and, and as, as good at the game as they've ever been um, just because of the addition of those assists, I think that was probably one of the moments where we're like, okay, we've done a lot of great things that, that our hardcore fans that play Madden every year are going to love, but this is the one that's going to make guys that haven't played in a while or maybe those that are intimidated jump in and go, okay, I can hang. I can play. Look at what I just did. I just, I just made a highlight. Like, I made a highlight where I made three guys miss. I've never done that before. You know, and it's, it's, it's those sort of things that you're able to now give everybody that previously kind of were reserved for those that were just very good at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point because if you're not good at if it, well, if you're not great at a game, I should say, sometimes all you need is that one highlight that you can continually bring up twenty years <laughs> later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you I remember mean, when like I did your, that? Your, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the, the the only time you ever beat your big brother at basketball, right? You will he he might have beaten you a thousand times, but that one time you beat him at basketball, you will never right. let him live that down, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still salty as hell at the Battle of Bacago where I threw away that <laughs> damn pick. Hey, hey. I threw that pick right at the end of the game and I hey, fucking lost it. I was so that mad. Was, that's that was part of uh that was part of my my uh 
my grand scheme, man, to keep you in the game just so I could break your heart at the oh, end. Oh, man, this, yeah. this is just like keep some, me in there. This is like some like rope a dope kind of stuff going on here. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. What's my name? What's my name? That's <laughs> all right. I I I, I called I called Goodell. I called Goodell up and I was like, "Yo, I think this dude is doping." I'm just like, this dude has been yeah. doping. I know yeah. it. I know it. And, I know it. Uh, yeah, you know the emperor. He would. Uh, he'll shut me down. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. He's he's never met a fine he didn't like or a suspension he didn't like. So <laughs> Are you gonna say he's deflating his controller next to get a better grip on it? Is that what's going on here? Something. Right, 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 right. Exactly. The, the day that I have to start using stickum at home, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm, that, mean, that means I'm never playing. I'm never playing sports on on, on console or, or any time ever again. I'm right. just done. Oh my god! So we're we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna run into our ad. Uh, we're hanging out with Ben Hall who is one of the dopest cats on the planet rocking and talking to us about the newest Madden that is out now in stores. Go cop it. Go check it out. We'll be right back after this. I want to talk about our brand new sponsor, Fracture. What Fracture does is it takes the lost art of printing photos and it makes it fashionable again. Uh, Imagine being able to take your precious moments and uploading them to a website and in a few days having a borderless all glass vivid and sleek version rendition of your memory that you can place in your home or in a family's home or just display on a on a table what have you very very easily and it matches any decor because like i said it's borderless and it's glass and it's beautiful it's it's science um fracture is amazing fracture is affordable and fracture is easy so what you guys want to be able to do is uh, you want to use Fracture, obviously. So you want to go to FractureMe.com slash podcast. Answer the one question survey where they ask you where you heard about Fracture. And of course, you're going to say in Chicago where everything is dope. Spawn on me. And you watch the video. You can save some money and you're going to use Fracture. Fracture is amazing. Check them out. FractureMe.com slash podcast. Answer the one uh, one question survey and let them know Spawn on Me sent you. Welcome back to episode 131 of the Spawn on Me podcast. I am Stubby Stan, Cicero Holmes. He is Kaja Kins, Khalif Adams, and the best one over there is at Sharif Jackson. He only needs one moniker because he's just that dope. But we are here with one of the producers of Madden NFL 17 out now. Uh, he is Chicago resident Ben Hall Miller. We uh, before the break we talked about uh, some of the the new additions into the uh, connected franchise mode. We talked about uh, the skills trainer. Um, we've talked about uh, just how they have done a better job this year than they have done in in the last almost last decade. Plus, what they do better than just about any other sports game in uh, in video games. Um, so, I guess where can we jump off from there, Kyle? What do you think? I mean, I kind of want to dig into something that we talked to, we talked to uh, Ben about off air just a couple minutes ago, uh-huh. and that was a little bit of music stuff. And what oh. I think has been super cool to see on uh, the newest game is this is a really eclectic kind of soundtrack that you guys have gotten in on too where you know you have 
not only new commentary from from a new team, but you guys have a new soundtrack that is pretty damn dope. Like I usually, not not for nothing, will turn off most video game soundtracks, most sports game soundtracks, because they probably have Drake on it and they probably have Wheezy on it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to talk about performance enhancing drugs, those are probably two people that you'd want to talk to. (laughs) But it seems like you guys have figured out a really cool way of balancing some old and new. I want to know who are the folks who are kind of curating this stuff for you guys. Does the team is there something that everyone's like, hey, throw your throw your name of the cat that you want on the on the on the list in into the bag, and we'll see if we can snag them. Yeah, uh, how, you, how's that work? You know, I, there's a little of that of like, you know, what are people listening to around the office that they think would be great? Uh, you know, we that that kind of goes back for years, right? I think um, if you go back uh, to my old my my older life on NCAA football. And NCAA 06, uh, when we had a, a track, radio track there, um, we had a bunch of college radio stuff because the guy who was curating that was big into college radio at the time. And so it was all this kind of obscure stuff or whatever. And I was like, okay, but let's do something like, uh, can we do De La Soul, like uh, Me, Myself, and I? And the pricing worked out for it. We're like, yeah, let's get it in there. So like, you kind of had a chance to put some stuff in there that was a little bit different. Uh, th- now we've got a whole, basically a music team. Um, that really works with the, the industry to figure out what are the songs that when we launch in August are going to be things that are going to be the big songs, right? Or something mm. that, that might be hot, right? Um, and so a lot of stuff that we're putting on when we're launching or when we're going is unreleased stuff that it will be coming out by the time we launch. And so they, they kind of work a big mixture there between, um, you know, some hip hop, some country, some rock, some electronic, all that sort of stuff. But also give you the option to disable what you don't like. So if you're going through and a song comes on, you're like, you know what? No, I just, I'm not going to hear this one again. Or I've heard this song a thousand times. I can't do it again. You have that option going in there and kind of just disabling it on the fly. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I think that's one of the things we added that soundtrack back last year. Um, and so this is year two of really having a, a nice music selection to kind of set your mood when you're playing the game. Cause a lot of people would just, Turn off the game. Turn off the audio of the game. They were tired of the commentary. Yeah. The what we had, the kind of orchestral stuff we used to have. They're like, okay, right. that's we've heard enough of it, and they would just put the game on mute and have their own soundtrack. But now with the commentary changes, with the music, like we just want you fully engrossed in the Madden game. Yeah, that yeah. Aesop joint is banging. Yes, that song is nasty. I'm like, whoa! Anytime I hear it, I'm like, I'm in the I'm in the mood to now get my game on and start playing. <laughs> yeah, and in that song, because I didn't know Aesop had new stuff out, so Me I actually neither. learned about it from Madden. <laughs> and like, I used to, who would have thought that would ever yeah. happen, right? Like, how could... <laughs> but 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 no, I'm I'm just not in the scene as much as I used to be. Where like I used to be up on all these like kind of like new releases and stuff. So I was like, yo, my man Aesop dropping some dropping some knowledge. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, EA Tracks. Uh, it was it was something that was was kind of a a thing that was was not heralded, but those who appreciated really did. Uh, back in the day, um, you guys did really really good job, did uh, good work over in Tiburon uh, with EA Tracks, and I'm glad that EA Tracks is back. But you you kind of segue directly into the next question, which is the commentary. Um, you know the commentary is new this year because you have a we have a brand new commentary team. Um, it, uh, was it uh, 
somebody and somebody else. Um, <laughs> Jeez. So uh, close. Yeah, I, I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who works who works in Operation Sports? Oh, um, so, yeah. But but uh but yeah, I guess um there there are a lot of cool things that uh that have come along with with providing a new team. Um I'll let you name them because I can't pronounce Gowden. Um, you nailed, you nailed so, it right there. So, yeah, there you, you go. So, I mean, it. I, but I can't, I can't pronounce it. Um, so, so you can talk about uh, who the commentary guys are, and then um, let's talk about what's great about this year's commentary and and is different from commentary and just about any other sports game. Yeah, sure thing. So, you know, for the past three years, we had uh, Sims and Nance, the number one team on CBS, and right. um, you know, we were kind of you, know, you had that big polished CBS feel of an announced team and. Right. You had a limited access to them because of uh, the way the contracts worked out, the the level uh, of of which they command, right? Like you just had you had, you had Nance going from golf tournament to golf tournament in the off season. You had Sims does football, and in the off season, you, you know, he kind of enjoys his downtime. So you had a limited exposure to get these guys recorded. Uh, so we wanted to when we when the time came and their contract was up and it was time to go in a new direction, we wanted to really think, okay, how can we? totally going a different route with this. How can right. we turn something that because it's no fault of their own, uh, great guys and did a phenomenal job, but sure. we were doing them a disservice with how we were re- representing them in the game. So mm. how can we flip that and, and do something in a completely different way? So we went on an exhaustive search of play-by-play guys, of analysts, to try and figure out what's the best approach that we have, even so far as thinking about what if we just hired guys that worked at Tiburon that their job was being voice talent. And we kind of like, okay, that, that was an early thought. And then we're like, you know what? Um, th- we're not going to get the caliber of person that we want to that's willing to kind of quit a real job to come and be a video game voice talent, right? Like, we wanted to get somebody who was still doing this and, and still a recognizable person uh, or people. Um, and so our, our search led us on the play-by-play side to Brandon Godden, uh, who was the radio voice for Georgia Tech at the time. Oh, okay. um, and mm-hmm. so he's up in Atlanta, which is an hour and a half flight from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, so your access right there is just is so, so great. And he's kind of an up-and-coming guy that was really ambitious about the job. Uh, and since then, he's taken a job where he's working for uh, Big Ten Network and also doing some additional wow. radio stuff. So yeah. he before he even got the Madden bump, he's already got a nicer, you know, kind of bigger gig going on, right? Right. Uh, on the analyst side, we talked to so many different analysts from all all kind of areas and all you know from CBS guys to Fox guys to ESPN guys to to anything in between. And then we met Charles Davis, who uh, is a Fox commentator. He was doing college football at the time, but right around the time we were interviewing him, he got bumped up to do. One of their, as, as one of their NFL guys. Um, and he lives here in Orlando. He lives 45 minutes away from the studio. Oh, so nice. We were looking at a situation where, at worst, we were an hour and a half flight away from having our talent in studio. Um, and from a difference of having to fly across the country uh, or, or kind of get to different spots to try and meet up with our talent before, they could come to us and they could put in time with us. Um, and so that's kind of how we structured it is... They come in, uh, you know, during the off season. They'll come in three, four days a week. Uh, during the season, they'll come in a couple days a week uh, and just start recording. And these guys took to it so well. They were so interested in, in kind of what we were doing. 
uh, and getting involved in how to make commentary something that's unique that we've never had to this degree before. And so I think I mentioned back at the start of the show, instead of 40 hours a year, you know, we've recorded almost, you know, 400 hours worth of content probably wow. now. Wow. Like probably an exaggeration a little bit there. Sure. But, uh, but you know what I mean? Like it feels like that because before that meter was running, you, mm-hmm. you had to, to utilize every second the right way to get the maximum amount of content recorded because when you're out of time, you're out of time. Right. Now with the guys and the access we have, you can take longer to kind of flush out and figure out, okay, what's every potential permutation for a uh, safety? Um, right. So that you can get a unique line that's very specific to a safety that happens in the NFC Championship game uh, in a tie ball game with three minutes to go in the second half kind of thing. Like, you know, there's weird things like that that we would have never had to be the chance to get as specific as that because you don't have the time to do things to that degree. So that's where kind of the commentary really takes a, a big step forward is you're hearing them feel like they're they're watching. It feels like they're watching the game. I guess that's the best way I can put it. And that's and what that's you amazing. want commentary to sound like in a video game is you want them to be commentating on your game, not just talking about some general things that are happening. Right. Um, right. And football is a really unique sport too in that the way the action is is kind of broken up in between plays you don't really have this opportunity for this long flowing thing you might get in a soccer game or you might get in an NBA game where you can go on this big long story and kind of every now and then check in with the action on the court or maybe break away to a, a big play and then come back to your story. Like football's so segmented of start, stop, start, stop right. that you've got to figure out, okay, how do you fill that post play where the, the, the ball carrier is tackled, everyone's getting up, and you have this window where you can let the presentation play out or you can skip right ahead to play call, and then you're coming out to pre-play. So how do you tell something that's unique and kind of interesting in a space where it could be a very long window, it could be a very short window, depending on what the player wants to do, uh, and keep it making it feel intelligent, too. And then on top of that, too, it's not just what ships in the box. It's what are we doing throughout the year to keep it updated? And we talked about the live content stuff, that these guys are going to be doing things all throughout the year, not just those kind of one-off lines talking about what happened last week, but also adding meaningful content to franchise, uh, adding meaningful content to all of our modes so that what you hear when you're playing the game in December will be different than what you heard when you were playing the game in August because we've added that much stuff into it that you're not hearing those same lines over and over again, which is the worst thing that can happen in commentary. Yeah, I, w- I want to hear the new version of Get the Oxygen Mask. That is my favorite <laughs> right now. That is my favorite right now. It's so damn good. You know, good. this is the perfect example of a feature that I, I didn't think I wanted until it was told to me. Because, I, cause like, I don't know, it, it, it makes so much sense, but it's never something that I really clamor for or heard to be clamor for. I mean, a lot of people... Yeah, you haven't been listening to me. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I normally don't listen to you. Right. Um, but it's, it's just such a great idea. Like, I really can't wait to hear how the commentary, like, evolves. You know, it's going to be dope. And, so, yeah, and, oh, I was just no, saying, no, no, it, it no, was, no, go ahead. Go for it. it was, it, and this was year one of a multi-year affair with these guys. Right. So when you think about you've done so much in the first year to lay that foundation, you've got a great layer for your house, you've built up the walls, you're starting to add some furniture to it. You're starting to do, and then now you can do. If you want to do a whole remod, you can tear down a wall, 
and you can put in a whole new section of your house because right. um, you have the time with these guys. And I don't know why I built a house analogy wow. to all this. But anyhow, <laughs> it's like an HGTV um, version of Mad <laughs> right, right. But, you, but you know what I'm saying? It's like you have these, these luxuries that you've never had before. And so I'm really excited for commentary going forward because you're getting really awesome storytelling from guys who are just... I mean, they're, they are over the moon about being involved in this game. It's kind of funny. Like, Charles is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And within two days of being here, he was already the Pope of Tiburon. He was walking around, <laughs> shaking hands, everyone's best friend. Hey, how are you? All that sort of stuff. I mean, they he's just, they, super nice, too. I met yeah, him at, yeah. at E3. He's super nice, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was the greatest. Awesome I mean, the, just the greatest. Super cool guy. Yeah. So, so uh, let me see if I can get this straight. Um, you know, it used to be that one of the problems in the digital in the uh digital media age one of the problems that we had in the PS1 and and early 360 and Xbox age was that commentary was limited by the 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 amount of data that we could push out so there was only a finite amount of space that that commentary could oper- could could uh could fit in could could exist within and and now it seems like with uh, Sims and Nance, the problem wasn't necessarily the amount of data that you could fit in on the disc. It was the amount of time that you were going to be able to have these uh, these gentlemen uh, be able to record. And and now now you've you've circumvented that by getting to people that are. Uh, both close to your studio and are and have the flexibility to continue to to meet up for uh, you know three or four hours every x amount of days months weeks whatever it is throughout the course of the year to continue to update the game yeah you know if you think about the kind of evolution of games and what you can do in a commentary space a commentary is usually the largest thing on the disc right because you can only compress it so much before you lose that quality. And so if you go back to the cartridge days uh, and and early Maddens, when it was uh, Summerall and Madden, you would get kind of just this crickety, like, there's a man down from Summerall when someone got (laughs) hurt, right? (laughs) Well, he was drunk anyway, so... I love that stuff, though. And so you didn't really get much of a a storytelling experience. You got a couple lines here and there. And then you move on to the the PS1 days and, and, and kind of in that area, and you still were limited by what was on the disc, but you also... It was still in its infancy as far as the medium being a way you could tell a story. And then you kind of continue on and continue on. And now, yeah, you're in a situation where you are not bound. You're, you're still bound by what can ship on the disc, but you're really not bound by anything else because you can patch things in. You can constantly have things streaming in, live updates, that sort of thing. So it's really, yeah, it, it's an accessibility thing now of how, how often can you get talent in the booth? Because we actually locked the disc down and just kept recording. And oh, that nice. first patch you got when you downloaded the, when you, when you put the game in and you you know downloaded the code and you, you installed the game, you were getting an extra like three gigs essentially of commentary wow. that was all recorded post that disc, uh, and then given and, and put in that initial update. And those are the sort of things that continue making this kind of a revolutionary thing for us in that it's such a big thing, a big undertaking to keep adding more and more and keep fleshing it out. So two quick things. Uh, are, so you can add commentary kind of on the fly, and this is kind of a, in the long form, thinking about going down the line for the rest of the season and, and perpetually probably continuing on as long as uh, Madden is continuing on uh, will be a thing. 
how does that work for art assets and things like that? Because I've always been curious to know, like, Fitzpatrick, my boy Fitzy, doesn't have a beard right now. Right. But he, like, looks like a Viking in every other aspect of his life. So how does, like, so first question is, like, how do things like that work? And then second, uh, you talked about kind of telling the narrative and, and, and telling the story throughout both commentary and kind of uh, the, the feature set that's already in Madden. Um, we we talked about this last last year or not last year, last time you were on the show about the kind of beginning sequence that you placed into Madden that has this really super cinematic story based kind of moment that happens. And you mother suckers, you teased it again by doing it again this year. And I, I want to know if you guys are ever going to think about doing what FIFA is going to be doing with their newest game and having this kind of man, man of the of the people storytelling uh, uh, extravaganza that we see that's happening there in the Madden franchise. Yeah, you know, to go back to the, the first part of that with the art assets, we're kind of blazing new trails as far as Madden goes of what we're able to do. Um, it used to be there were patch limitations. You couldn't do uh, a certain number of things because you were only able to patch so much in a given year. Like Sony or Microsoft would give you this allotment and you could do it as you wish. And so uh, something like a stadium, for example, was a large enough file that, sure, we technically could patch it, but are you going to put everything into patching this one stadium and then kind of not have a budget left over to fix anything else or that sort of thing? With those restrictions gone... It's really opening us up to what can we do and, and why can't we do certain things. Like there's there's certain elements like cameras and stuff like that that we just don't have the ability ability to um, to update in the, in the current landscape. It's not to say that we weren't won't eventually get there. But you know you talk about the the beard or you know Twitter is such a, a wonderful device. Jay Ajay is calling us out that he doesn't have dreads uh, <laughs> in right now. and like. And we're in a situation where we can look at that and we might not be able to address it, but it's not a non-starter anymore. Or um, you look at field art, right? Uh, now that we're playing some preseason games, uh, the Rams, we had to guess what the, the field art was going to be. What were they going to have at the 50-yard line? What were their end zones going to be painted like? We had to kind of take our best guess of, of what it would be. Because even when talking to league reps or talking to someone from the Rams, they're like, you know what? We don't really know yet. It's It's not... You know, it's not time to dress the field for the first time, so mm. we haven't solidified what we're going to do. So a lot of us having to lock things down so early, we have to take some guesses sometimes, some leap of faith, right? Yep. Um, and so now you have the option, potentially, of fixing those things and never being dead. I mean, that's, we have a whole group now that's kind of built around continuous development. Their their season never ends, right? They're, they're working on Madden 17 up until essentially the point where we're going to ship Madden 18, and then they'll be working on Madden 18... And they kind of continue on. And we're really trying to figure out, because this is a new thing for us, and this is the group that delivered features like um, the uh, salary cap in Draft Champions, uh, salary cap mutt last year, and some things Uh, like that. They delivered some features after we launched, and we're continuing to add new things to the game. Uh, They're looking at what they can do. And and we're kind of dipping toes into waters that we've never done before of what would it mean if we did patch a, uh, a head that now added dreads or did take the beard off. Like what could potentially go wrong if we do that too? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of get to a point too, where it's like the, with, a, with, with game development, you get to the very end and like you, it's kind of this house of cards that you've built up 
and you like you get it all built up the way you like it, and then you're like, okay, and don't breathe. <laughs> yeah. like, and nobody breathe. <laughs> because one mistake could topple a lot of things down. And we've seen right. that in the past. Yeah. Like that's been a problem in, in the past when and we're 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 something where we, we don't want to ever break the game in a, with good intent, right? Like mm. you never want to break the game with good intent, I guess is the way to way to put it. So um, you have to be real careful about what you do and just because you don't have the size limitation doesn't mean you can just run into a room and say, we're going to fix everything. Like, <laughs> you, you, still, you still have to, to be a little smart about what you're going about doing. Yo, YOLO patches. Is, is <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of happy that you talked in and touched on that really quick as a quick follow-up. So, so Cicero doesn't beat me up because I'm stepping on all his, all his follow-ups <laughs> is, is, uh, I love the idea and conversation that goes into the conversation about development here where it's like that was a piece of information that I didn't know and maybe a lot of people didn't know about. There was a limitation that you got from the student, from the companies, the Sonys and maybe the Xboxes that says, hey, you only get this amount of patch room for stuff like this for this amount of allotment for the year or whatever. Now that we have some rumblings and probably not just rumblings at this point, we know things are coming out. We have a new Xbox S that's coming out with their Scorpio coming out. We have the PlayStation Slim and the PlayStation Neo coming out. Are there conversations internally about how that will be addressed when it comes to sports games? Where it's like, will we have multiple versions of games that come mm. out for, for systems in that way? Will we have, uh, you know, uh, patched in, you know, bumps maybe in graphics or maybe in, 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 in physics or whatever it is that will let you use the most horsepower pertaining to the particular game that you're making? Are those kinds of conversations happening within the studio? Well, I think you're always looking ahead at, at what's coming, right? Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that we're privy to that we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, and I, I, I don't mind coming up to the edge, but I'm, you know, trying not to, <laughs> right. to get over of, of, of what I can say. But, you know, you know what technology is out there, right? And not talking right. about just console technology, but things like 4K televisions are coming, uh, they're out there. Uh, not a lot of people have them yet, but that as the price drops, that number is going to grow. Right. Um, and so what's that going to mean for what your game is going to look like? Because mm. now you're going to be compared to a whole... It, it's going from standard def to HD yep. again, right? Right. Um, right. And what does that do to how you create your assets, for example? Um, they have to be able to stand up to for being broadcast and, and put into 4K. Um you know, video size. If you have videos on your disc, they can't. They have to be able to be supported in a 4K, uh, you know, 4K resolution. So that balloons the size of any video that you put in your disc. So things like that are all things that you do have to consider and think about. Uh, that most people don't like. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, why didn't your game look great on 4K? It's not because <laughs> you took no effort into it. It's like it's going to be another challenge. Uh, and you know, we're a game that likes to really pride ourselves on some of the graphical things that we do that we don't, that, that as a sports game, we've got some art directors that really like to push what the graphics can look like. And I think um, at times I think that shows itself best in a still image. Mm. Uh, what we wanted to do is look that good in motion. And I think we're doing things to get there because you don't play a still image. You play the game in motion, right? So right. getting those sort of things to, to look as great in motion as they do in a still shot is one of the things that we're continuing to work on. And with that too, the evolution of graphics and what you can do and, and how you can push things is really going to help that. But you also have to kind of 
relearn how you've done things in the past. And the tricks that you've done in the past might not always work for how you get things done. So it's kind of, it's, it's a really interesting evolving process. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 you know, that was a, that was actually a pretty damn good question by, uh, by Kyle Leaf Adams. It shocked even me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on his birth, it's a man's birthday. Give him a right. break. Yeah. <laughs> it's a question. Damn. Right. That was makes that me was wish I wish. wasn't even born. Right. That was his wish. He blew out his his candles. Like, uh, could I ask a good question this one time, please? That one um, gift. That one gift for that one little kid who rolls in. is like. Psh- and he blows out the candy. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <This is you. laughs> that is me every day. So um, I, I do. I want to talk about um, the changes that. So there are no back of the box changes for for Madden this year, but there have been two changes to the game. Um, one was brought on by the sport. Um, in in the by the NFL in the form of some league wide changes that I want to kind of ask you about how they and so I'm going to ask you um, about <laughs> how how you know how closely you guys work with the NFL obviously you work you know really closely with them um, but with the rule changes that are happening the first time anybody actually ever sees them take place is in a game of Madden. Um, you know, like how does how does all of that stuff kind of work itself out? The other question is, um, you guys were not necessarily a man down, but you were a man down. Donnie Moore, the ratings guru, the rating czar, was not there to rate uh, the players or um, or, uh, you know, rat tails or hot dogs or anything else uh, this past year. Uh, how did you guys figure out ratings? Did you use the same, did you use Donnie Moore system or did you guys come up with something completely new and different for this year? Yeah. I mean, from the rating side of things, I mean, Donnie, Donnie was a, a, a trailblazer, right? Um, he had done it for so long. He had really turned that into a cottage industry for himself. He was the czar, right? Like right. we didn't know how to do ratings without Donnie. Right. So it was a really interesting thing that you kind of learn, okay, what are the tools that he did? He did a phenomenal job of kind of laying the groundwork for us and, and, and kind of teaching us, because we, we kind of went to a community group of multiple people pitching in to do this, because it wasn't a one-man job anymore, uh, just because you can't lose that much knowledge and just expect someone else to pick it up. Um, so we kind of had a, a few different people help build things up, but we all had our guide rails based on what Donnie had kind of, set for how ratings get made. Um, so we kind of followed that same suit and it really, um, you know, I, 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 I'm happy with how the the ratings turned out. I don't want to, I'm not going to ever say that like, Oh, we totally didn't miss Donnie at all. Of course we missed Donnie. We love Donnie. Um, (laughs) but I'm also not going to say that the guys that, that, uh, that did the work did a horrible job because they're not Donnie because I think they did a great job as well. Um, so I think it's one of those things where we kind of have learned how to do ratings for players and we do it in a, in a wide variety of ways, from what ships on the disc to what our ultimate team guys do. And it's really um, learning what the ratings do to the game and making that be the determination of uh, what the guys are going to be rated. And 
you know, you're you're gonna have guys like Dez Bryant. Dez called us out. Dez is not happy. Yeah, Dez, Dez is, is <laughs> Dez is a mad dude right now. Stop son. dropping stuff, and then you won't have to worry about it. And then and then what do we do? In, in, in kind, we we put out a video of him trying to kick a field goal and kind of say, ah, oh, this is why, right? So we, we didn't <laughs> right. we didn't exactly, you know. <laughs> that was great too. That was dope. It was, yeah, no. And so, um, you know, you kind of learn along a long way along the way of. Madden is such a big kind of beast that no one person can be set up to, to, to be the one linchpin that the whole thing lives around, right? right. Um, and so I think, you know, with Donnie, we, we loved everything that he had done, um, but we had to learn how to make ratings without him. And uh, I was really proud of the team that they were able to put something together that I think was on par with anything Donnie had done before. Yeah, so um, you, you kind of talked about the video that you guys put out for Dez kicking the field goal. I, I, I want to talk about um, something else that you guys have done brilliantly this, this year. Um, this effing commercial with Von Miller, um, the Start <laughs> Me commercial, um, it's, it, is, it is gold, Jerry, gold. It is the greatest thing I have seen when it comes to football commercials since Reggie White and uh, – Joe Montana football, um, also also made by EA Sports, um, but uh, yeah. So like, what what was the what was the office like when they, I'm sure they previewed that for you guys before uh, before they released it? What was the office like uh, when when that happened? And um, what was it like when you were in the in the studio doing the choreography for for Von Miller? Well, I appreciate you calling that out, right? right. Of like, you know, someone's got to teach that man how to do his moves, and I'm proud right. that it was me, right? right. <laughs> Just start me. Right. But, but no, I, I think it's one of those things when you look at the, the kind of creative for those commercials the past couple of years. Right. Yeah, you're right. We all get into a room. The whole team gets together, and, and marketing kind of debuts. Here's what the commercial's going to be this year. Right. And the first year it was uh, this, uh, this kind of current kind of approach, right, was right. the music video. Right and you're right, and I think we all kind of looked at each other like, "What? What is this?" And, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, and it was one of those where you, you had that moment. You're like, "Man, I I'm too old because I don't get it." And right. uh, but it worked. It was it, it was it had a huge reaction. And then the second year was last year the movie. Right. Um, and it was kind of like, okay, I can, you know, the, the, we're kind of going with the no rules approach here or right. whatever we want to do. Um, and this year though, I really liked the kind of step back and a little bit more simplistic in the approach right um because it's really about finding the players that are willing to roll with it and find the yeah. guys who have that personality <laughs> and and vaughn's a guy who i mean he'll put that cowboy hat on and and he'll go and yeah and just totally just just rolls with it because that's one of those things too you know a lot of times athletes uh are, are hard to read or hard to get involved in a in something doing something goofy like that right they, right. they want to hold up this image of being an athlete right that's kind of like i'm too good for having jokes like that sort of thing like if you watch the espies every year the espies is the hardest room in the world like they, <laughs> right, right. they're up there trying to tell jokes and like i'm not making i'm not laughing at that guy right. like, you know it's like tough crowd tough crowd. it's a tough crowd. only, only so, person ever laughing was matumbo he was like this is funny <laughs> this is so funny but so you get a guy like Vaughn, he's just like, yeah, no, let's do it. Like, I love it. And, uh, I mean, it, it just, it was amazing. The first time I saw it, I'm like, all right, rewind, watch it again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. rewind, watch it yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, think, I, I think a good marker of the success is that a lot of people I know that 
aren't video gamers and aren't football fans were sending me this commercial. And like they didn't even know it was a Madden commercial. They were just sending it to yeah. me. And I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that that was great. Um it would be great if the commentary team uh can break the fourth wall and, and talk about uh Von Miller's uh success with with the commercial um during during the course of the season. Um, the other thing that I would love to see is at some point the commentary team doing a retro style Madden uh, Pat Summerall kind of commentary where they just go boom, oh, speed kills, <laughs> boom, he's on his back, right, right, yes. and the kick for forty yards. So, <laughs> um, We'll have them, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get the uh, the bottle of Jack in there. We'll have, right. we'll have you know, oh, summon your 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 former Pat Summerall and uh, right, right, exactly. Yeah. I can see, I can see PR right now with daggers out, just like you do that. Right. Somebody's getting cut. I, I would love it. Somebody's oh, getting cut. Man, that that would be great though. Um, yeah, now is the time in the show where um I get to pat myself on the back. So um. So last year we had Ben on. Um, ben talked about his his time uh, growing up, being a Florida State fan, um, being at FSU during the good years. Um, now he's living his glory with Famous Amos as a Tampa Bay Buck. So he's right in the area and he gets to watch an FSU alum actually start to achieve some success at the quarterback position. Um, but while we were talking about all of that stuff, there was one question that I brought up, um, uh, and it was about esports and why sports games specifically aren't involved in esports the same way that non-sports games are involved in this thing that has sports in the title. Um, and since then, we've seen. Uh, the NBA 2K uh, championship road to the finals event um, where where the winners won a quarter million dollars, uh, where Khalif and I met for the very first time. And and then at EA Play, a couple of weeks later, we we heard everyone talk about we heard you guys talk about at the EA press conference how. EA, the, the entire cadre of EA sports titles, were going to invest in esports in a very, very real way in multiple tiers. Um, so I, I want to say, I want to ask you what it is that you guys are going to be doing specifically so that everyone can kind of understand that. And um, I want to know when my royalty checks are going to be coming in the mail <laughs> so that you guys can, you know, give credit where credit is due. Yeah. <laughs> The soothsayer over here talking about uh, I, you, you know, see this right? I hashtag stubnosticate baby. <laughs> oh, but can yeah, we get no. the commentary team to say that just once? Right. <laughs> <laughs> just slide in a little Easter egg there. Yeah. Oh but, uh, my god. No, but uh, you're right. Uh, it has become a, a really booming part of the Madden game, um, right. and it's something that's reaching out farther and farther into not just Madden, but you know, like you mentioned, the 2K challenge and things like that. Uh, everybody is kind of realizing that, yeah, you know, we are competitive gaming. That that is what sports gaming is. It's, it's all about right. the competition there. So you're seeing a lot of effort put into tournaments, uh, both 
on a kind of small scale, just kind of a, 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 a local tournament type thing, to we've got four key pillars we're calling the, the majors, um, and we're going to give away a million dollars in prize money throughout the course of the year. Wow. Um, so, you, you know, you can you can make some serious coin just playing Madden. Um, and so that's the thing. It, it's the competitive game. It, it's how good are you at the game and how can you prove it and how can people watch you do this and, you know, through Twitch and, and other, you know, other ways to really see, okay, you know, who are the best players in the world and making the players themselves stars and not just the players on the field, but who's controlling the sticks. Like, you're learning who these guys are. I mean, you remember way back in the day, the, the you know, the Madden Challenge show that used to be on ESPN. Right. You Madden were learning Nation. who those, yeah, Madden Nation. You were learning who those guys were. Um, same sort of thing. We're having that renaissance again where you're learning who the best players are. And right. uh, they are some of the, the nicest guys and some of the most com- fierce competitors. And they want the game to be the best it can be because... Not only uh, do they love it, but it's also kind of how some of these guys are making their their bread and butter, right? So right. how they're making their income. So um, it's just it's really interesting to see the explosion of this um, because it used to be when we were kids, you would just be the best on your block, right? right like, who's right. the best in the neighborhood? Right. And then you get that little connection in the back of your uh, PS2, and now it's I can go online and I can kind of play anybody, but you don't really know anything about them. To now, like you are center stage with actual commenter commentators talking about you and you're playing someone who is one of the best in the world at it and you're going to these big events so it's it's really really blowing up yeah it's going to be interesting to see how that plays itself out i've been a big esports fan more on the fighting game side of things for for a long time and they've been able to build up the kind of name recognition with particular players and things like things of that nature for the past you know 10 years at this point madden trying to do that now is going to be really interesting because I think the thing that most people think of when they think of competitive sports is the fact that folks, the folks that bubble to the top in kind of mind share are the folks who are always kind of brash. So like T.O. was a great receiver, but most mm-hmm. people remember T.O. because T.O. had a big mouth and cried a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, have, you know what I mean? So the personalities is the thing that kind of comes before some of that stuff. And I wonder how, uh, both the Madden team on the kind of uh, the, the competitive side, uh, but more on the kind of the PR side. And I know that you, know, you can't necessarily speak to that part of it, but how they're going to manage the pop-off, quote-unquote the pop-off, which is going to be that moment when somebody's like, I just beat that ass. <laughs> and da-da-da-da-da. And it's going to be funny because that's what we all want to see. But it has to kind of be controlled in a way that's not super vulgar or terrible in a lot of ways. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see, like, how that gets managed uh, in there. Watch a Twitch stream for five minutes. (laughs) And you'll hear some of the most vulgar things going when somebody drops a pass uh, or someone gets picked off, whatever it is. Um, But, yeah, no, I I think uh, it's a good point of you get so wrapped up into this game and you're super competitive and... You lose yourself, and you might say some things that you wouldn't wouldn't normally say. Um, but yeah, you, you you know how do you keep that in check? I think that's a good point. You, you, you know, you, television has a, a, a dump button for a reason, right? You have a right. five second delay, <laughs> right? Um, you know, so when people get going into it and get swept up, you've got to be able to kind of be right behind it, cleaning up a little bit. That's probably the reason why I haven't done a lot of streaming because I've learned the, the the art of compound cusses. Yeah, we've got a, a, a TV in the office that kind of sits in the break room 
that we control the content that goes on there. So, like, we'll scrub through YouTube and pull videos that we put up there. And so, like, you've got Throwback Thursday, and it's all people put up on YouTube, like a game from Madden 2001. Right. And so you can go and just watch those old, or a Madden 93 game. Right. And you try to pull, like, streams from this year's game of, like, pack openings and things like that. And when we first went about it, we were told, yeah, put whatever you want to. It's kind of a common area, but... Um, and then HR called and said, right. uh, <laughs> get this off of the television like yesterday. So, <laughs> so there won't, won't be any Greg Jennings videos. No, no. <laughs> but those are the ones that you remember, right? You right, love that course. video. Right, of right. <laughs> Of course. You know, I, and that, that reminds me, uh, now that you're here, you were around when that video surfaced. Mm -hmm. How the hell did that happen? How did that? I mean, he broke his leg. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Through the magic of video right. games. Uh, right. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, it's it's one of those things like it just. Video I mean, it was the greatest be... glitch ever. Yeah, right? it was great. Right. I mean, that's that's like it's just it's so ridiculous. But let, let's get back to let's get back to esports for a second. So at EA Play, there was a Madden Championship that was uh, co-broadcasted on ESPN. Mm -hmm. um, is there going to be more leveraging? And I've written about not necessarily about esports, but leveraging. Yes, the, the the licensing partnership that you guys have with ESPN uh, the, and and the licensing partnership that you have with NFL Films to make the game more immersive um, and and hopefully potentially give more uh, staying power to uh, you know uh, retention you know retention for 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 players. Um, is there some? talk about doing another partnership with ESPN or doing some things that will uh, entice people to participate or, or spectate esports going forward with, with Madden this year? You know, I, I, I can't really give away their playbook, uh, but ah. all I can really say is, I mean, you've got big events, you want to show them off, right? Um, so I don't really, I, I don't have the freedom to, to kind of talk about what's sure. coming up. But, uh, you know, we're not going to do big things for no one to see it. Okay. Fair another enough. thing, another thing that you probably can't talk about, but I'm going to ask you anyway, <laughs> <laughs> because I love you. You never know if you don't ask, right? I, right. You got, closed mouth don't get fed. Right. It's like, <laughs> VR. Are you guys ever going to do anything in VR? Do you think you think it? Is, 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 is... <laughs> He's taking a drink. He's Marco Rubio. In. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, that was awesome. Oh wow! Completely busted on that. <laughs> oh no! My, my heart. Oh man! Heart. Man, this water sure is wet. Is, oh, pardon sure is pardon me. I'm going to take another good sip of water. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, you bring up a good point with the you bring up a good question with the VR stuff of there's an appetite there. Um, right. and you're seeing that and you're seeing a lot of people especially, you know, we we've, we've got a number of guys on our team that are very interested in what that can look like. Um, and you know, we are working on some prototypes and trying some things to see what what would it look like? What's the experience? Um, you know, so we've shown a couple prototypes to some people that are really like that's awesome, but like we we should totally show this at E three, right? But we don't have a plan yet to how we're going to go to market with it. So why show something to just 
tease someone when you don't know how you're ever going to get it out, right? Right, right. Um, so I think it's really trying to figure out what is that experience? What is that play experience like? Because you can be in a VR situation where you're the quarterback um, and a defensive lineman is rushing right at you and you're kind of almost off balance because it really feels like someone's running right at you. But how long are people going to want that experience before yeah. they're going to like kind of, or, or what is it? Is it where you're moving around and having motion that way? Or is it really just a headset and a controller and you're really kind of just playing the same old Madden, but with a different yeah. viewpoint? Like mm. it just, there's a lot of things to figure out still. And also a lot of different ways of figuring out what, how can it be run? Uh, can um, the full Madden game and, and everything that goes into it be run on a console? Like, I, I, I don't know if it's powerful enough yet to be able to pull off the experience that we would want it to be. So um, I, I think there's a lot of interest. But I think at this point still, at least from a, um, a sports perspective, it's a novelty at this point because we have not yet proven how it could be a, a full sustainable thing. We've We've come to yet the end of another episode um or we're we're approaching it because all good things must come to an end and it seemed like we just started um but but ben you know madden comes out every year i get madden every year but there are people that don't uh some some people get it every year just like me some people uh get it every couple of years kind of like reef um, some people get it every year and just suck at it like ha. <laughs> um, That's totally me. But, but, but you know, this we've talked about it often. This Madden uh, via Metacritic, the 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 highest rated Madden in in almost ten years. What could what can you say to a person that either a played Madden and just stays away like some friends of mine, um, or or have have yet to play they love video games but but don't see themselves getting madden um what can you say to them this year that would make them want to pick up madden for for the first time or for the first time again in years well you know it, it's one of those things where i think people if they're interested in seeing what madden's all about and they're jumping on operation sports for example or they're right. kind of checking out different areas reading reviews and, and saying is this a year where i get into it uh the reviews and the comments are so are doing the word of mouth for us of I don't have to go out there and say this is the greatest reason, greatest Madden ever, and these are all the reasons <laughs> because people are kind of being those advocates for us and saying those things for us. And so that's one of the biggest things I think I could say is go read some forums um, and go see what people are saying about it. And yeah, you're going to have people who uh, still have complaints because it's not a perfect game, of course. But overwhelmingly, if you were to look at this year versus last year versus the year before, like, people are like, now this is the Madden I've been waiting for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is a testament to the plan that the team has put in place over a number of years of correcting every facet of the game to where it really play, you know plays like football, and it's not playing Madden, it's playing football. Um, and I think that's part, part of it right there, is if you're a fan of football, even a passing fan of, of, uh, of the NFL, but you want to get that experience, this year's Madden has it for you. Be it the and if you are not if you're intimidated by controls, go with the assist. There's nothing wrong with that. That will teach you how to be better and go to the skills trainer and brush up on your skills there and learn those sort of things. And it it, it also will make you a better fan too because you'll recognize things when you're watching on Sunday yeah. that you can pick up on. 
Uh, or you can watch something on Sunday to inspire you to come back and play. Try to recreate something that you just saw on a Sunday in the game. And you kind right. of have that ability to jump in and do those sort of things. So, you know, I think those are the sort of things that really make this year's Madden stand out is there's no one piece where you're like, man, I really wish if we had time we would have gone and done this. I think, you know, we, we were to the point where, as I say, we were at a point with gameplay where we felt comfortable with offense, with defense, that we could touch special teams. Because that is kind of the, the third piece, the third phase right. of the game. So I think that uh, kind of shows a little bit of like where we feel we are with the game, that we didn't have to spend an entire cycle rewriting zone coverage because of exploits. Mm. We could do some fixes to zone and do some things to help some stuff out. Um, you know, Do some different ways to shut down four verticals so people don't just run that nonstop. <laughs> um, but also, okay, now we can do some special teams work too and make that a fun and compelling moment of the game too. Yeah, it's 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 becoming something where last year when you were on the show and I was like, hey, you finally got me back. This year, I have the ability now to understand what I want to do and almost, not because of the game, but because I suck, figure out <laughs> how to get some of those things to come to fruition. And that has felt like a really cool and fun, fresh uh, breath of air, uh, being able to kind of see a plan come through and make it happen. So that's been great. So I, I will be taking uh, all Madden challenges. Uh, you'll see me at the Madden challenge mate, winning $250,000 nice. probably. Nice. That's right. At some point. Right. Down, it down. I like man, it. man can dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then my carpal tunnel will be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we get up out of here, Ben, thank you so, so much for coming through. I, I know that we, we, we talk you up when, when you're not here. We talk you up when you're here. But you are definitely absolutely one of our favorite guests, man. It, the energy that you bring to not only your job, but also to, to, to Bricago is something that we love and we want you to come back as many times as you possibly can. Um, and before we let you go, definitely tell everybody where they can find you and, and, and get up with you and tell you how much Madden is dope. Yeah, no, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Ben Hallmiller. Um, I lurk more than I post, but I'm still there. And I'll, I'll still hit you up and, and thank you for reaching out to me if you do. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I, I really appreciate the chance to come back on again. Love you guys. Love what you're doing. Um, you know, it, every week it's, I look forward to what you guys have to say because you bring a different approach and different angle from, you know, any other podcast I listen to out there. And as I said, when we were talking music before, I've kind of got who drift, drifted away from listening to music and I'm a, I'm a podcast head. And so I really appreciate hearing what you guys say and what you guys bring to the table. So it's just, it's been phenomenal. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much, you. man. We, Always, yeah. always appreciate and hear stuff like that because it makes us feel good in our heart, <laughs> yeah. our soul. Yeah. Uh, see, I know we're about to get up out of here. If you had some last words uh, or the social media business, hit them. Well, yeah, I'm going to do all of that. Um, ben, um, people need to follow Madden because there will be a lot of updates that are um, that'll be popping off uh, during the course of the year. Shout out to your community team. Um, where can they follow people? Uh, where can they follow Madden on Twitter? Yeah, if you go to at EA Sports Madden, you're going to be able to jump in right there, there and, uh, and and get involved. Get 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 involved. Start talking to people. Start talking Madden. Talk about what you're doing. Put your you know, post your videos up there. Post all your fun stuff because uh, right God, it's a great game this year. It's so much fun. It, it is. It really is. And and you know, I'm going to borrow a turn of phrase from uh, a good friend of ours, a Chicago resident, someone you may know, the Czar. Uh, Mr. Nino Samuel, um, and 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 start by saying that um, for the last ten plus years, 
Madden is synonymous with football. Um, but this year for the very, for one of the very first times ever, I can really say that you don't play Madden. You actually play football. Um, so shout out to the user and, and shout out to again, the, uh, the EA sports team, uh, to, to all you guys down to Tiburon. Cause you, you, you did a hell of a thing with this, with this game this year. So, uh, thank you so much for that. Um, and I will say while, while you're giving props to Ben Miller for his awesome show, um, and, uh, for his awesome appearance and you're giving props to EA sports Madden for the dope game that they put out. Uh, you can also go to Twitter and go to at spawn on me to let us know that we're doing dope stuff. Also, uh, if you want to follow us individually, you can go to our, our Twitter page and you can find all our stuff there. Um, if you want to find previous episodes of the show, like episode 76, uh, titled Omaha Miller, <laughs> uh, um, you can go to spawnon.me and, and find all of our archives, this show and every show, uh, right there on our website. Um, if you want to listen to the show, you want to be a podcast head, just like Ben, you can find us on iTunes and NPR one and Google play or wherever your favorite podcasts are, or whatever your favorite podcatcher is. Uh, you can find us there and do all that stuff. Um, you want to email us, you want to send us questions. Um, you want to go to spawn on me podcast at gmail.com and, uh, you know, let us know what we're doing, what we're doing, right. What we're doing wrong. As you're leaving rating and ratings and reviews on the iTunes, you can send us questions directly. We really appreciate it. And we'll read them on the show. We're we'll tell all the people, all the people, all the peoples. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, two quick shout outs. Uh, if you are definitely checking out more Madden coverage, check out Millennium OS uh, yes. over at my uh, boss over over at <laughs> Operation Sports. <laughs> Uh, he has been doing some amazing streams, uh, doing some uh, Madden Ultimate Team and also some uh, connected franchise stuff. Uh, and also check out the, the folks over at Sports Gamers Online. I think they are doing some of the best Madden video content on the planet right now. <clears throat> well, yeah, and it's, um, it's good. It's it's good. I mean, I mean, if you, I know you said you had old nose hairs. You must have old throat hairs too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got great throat hairs. Check, check out. Check, <laughs> <laughs> we just found the name of this this episode. Grace Check out their content; they do amazing stuff as well. Shout out to them. I will be at PAX next week, so I will not be on next week's episode. But these two brothers will hold it down as usual. They have been doing a phenomenal job with that, uh, and you may see me dressed up in a costume. Keep <laughs> stay tuned. Sweet. Stay oh, tuned. Boy. Stay tuned. And, and for the rest of that, we love you, Bracago. Thank you for listening to us this week and every week. We will say peace. Peace. peace.